Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now entering the DGTC. Are you ready for a deep dive? <laughs> and Jordan did most of the crap. Can't believe I said that. I've been doing this since 2008. What the fuck do I know? Drawing hands is my kryptonite. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's Welcome to the DGDC, a united team of design professionals, creatively bound to bring unique inspiration and uncommon perspectives. You can email us listener questions or topic ideas to hello at dgdcpod.com or check out our website, dgdcpod.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at dgdcpod. Plus now you can join in on the conversation. We have a Facebook group. Just pop onto our website and hit the community tab at the top. Now, on with the show. All right, guys, we are back for another great episode, and this is a big one. We've been, I think we've been pimping this one out for a while, haven't we, <laughs> Jordan? It's, yeah, man, I mean. <laughs> Very exciting to have this one. Yeah, so we did this a little ways back, right before Adobe Max, and it's with our good friend Aaron Draplin. And this was so cool for us because... As most of you know, I think he's been on our bucket list for many, many years to have him on the show. And we were always waiting for just the right time, maybe even the right just moment to get a great conversation with. And I was so glad to, you know, that it was with while we have Jordan here on us with us uh, since you've joined, because I know what a big fan you are of him, too. So it was like such a great conversation right before Max. Um, Man, what what were your first thoughts when we were all done with this one? You you know, for me, it's like. He's such an icon, and his story is so, I guess, engaging. And 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 we kind of caught him in this cool place where it wasn't that sort of, you know, the stump speech that he kind of gives of his origin, which is great. This was, you know, we caught him at home. He's around family. You know, he's just like in his mom's basement. And I just think the conversation we pulled was just yeah. different. I think it was awesome. You know, we got a different side of Draplin, which. I mean, yeah. the man has infinite sides already, but it was cool to see it a little more somber, a little more just like, let's talk about yeah. what's going on with you versus like how yeah. you got there. I, you know? I loved every bit of the conversation because to me, it was unlike anything I'd ever heard. It was quite an adventure. And he shares some really good stuff in this interview <laughs> that really opened my eye to how different we are and how crazy things have been. And he's he's such an advocate for our industry. Yeah. Well, and just like perspective in general, I think that's why, you know, the joke is that he's everyone's dad, but I think there's reality that because people turn to him for like, yeah, check his temperature on things or like, you know, I think he's just got a really good gauge on the industry as a whole. And he's also just super open and honest. And so many people always say like, how do I find my own lane and how do I find my own road and goal ahead as a designer? And I, I love that part of the conversation. You know, what really matters? You know, like we're all looking back and reflecting on what things we want to look f- change and adapt and really focus on, which are super important to us. And that's what I got out of it, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We broke away from the design talk and mm-hmm. more, less of an interview and just look, this year has been a shit show as a whole. And 
we're all reeling and we're all feeling it. And like, just to have a conversation in the realities and the scope of what we're dealing with now is, is was great yeah. where it wasn't just about design or it wasn't about like, what are your Adobe tricks? It was like, yeah. how are you getting through it? How's your mom? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, we really got, we hope you guys enjoy this one. Like we said, it's a long time in the making. So glad we were able to capture this at that moment. This is our interview with Aaron Japlin. All right. Well, we are here with our good buddy, Aaron Draplin. Thanks to our friends at Adobe. Aaron, amazing, great chance to talk to you, man. This is going to be a blast. Well, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, and, man. Uh, we, and, let, you know, we, let's, let, let's, let's get weird here. We talked about this 10 days ago, you know, really throw some curveballs. You know, let's, let's get into it. We're going to try, man. We're going to try. First off, I, I know you just did a, a little journey across country. How did everything, uh, how did everything go there? It was, it was, you know, America is a wild, vast, you know, open range kind of place. You know, 99.9% .9 of it is a field. Um, but uh, everything was cool. Mm. It was nice to be with my sister and brother-in-law and my, my, my little nephew. And then, of course, my girlfriend, Lee. But, um, uh, you know, I had a guy uh, didn't like me wearing my mask. You know, in some gassing up in Wyoming. Really? You know, listen, stupid people are stupid people. And now, you know, uh, people are empowered to call you out for wearing a mask. When mm -hmm. I just kind of looked at him and I just said, just trying to be safe, man. You know, whatever I said. Uh, and what, he's going to get in my face or something. And that's wow. out there. That's mm -hmm. out there. Now, in my liberal bubble of, you know, Portland, Oregon, we don't deal with that stuff, you know. Um, because people are, like, civil to each other, concerned have a uh, sort of a curious collective spirit to not be, you know, complete conspiracy pieces of shit. And, uh, I mean, I, it's, I, I wish I didn't have that to report, but it did uh, tinge the entire wow. trip because yeah. then it makes you start to avoid, yeah. you know, these middle-aged uh, dipshits wearing, you know, terrible performance sunglasses, uh, the largest, <laughs> whitest shoes you ever saw in your life that look like clouds. They're probably comfortable. And then, um, you know, some sort of a made in China flame motif uh, T-shirt or something, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it makes you, you know, just we, we started to kind of like, we'd pull into these places wow. and there'd be a group of guys. You know, this is Sturgis, South Dakota. It's middle of nowhere, Wyoming. It's, uh, you know, somewhere on the edge of Yellowstone. I understand. But, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, yeah. we made a, a very conscious effort to just say, like, we're not going to go to any record stores. We're not going to go into any tchotchke shops. And yet you have to still gas your car up. So you're kind of around people. Yeah. And that shit was happening. So that's yeah. true. That's Oh, and so, that yeah. minimal of exposure was still happening. That's... it's. Imagine going into some restaurant and ordering or whatever the deal is around these people. And, you know, just because we look a little... I don't know. I don't even know. It's just weird, you know? Wow. So, it um, is a weird yeah. time frame. Even just in the grocery store, you just have... There's an aura. There's just this overall sense of judgment like crazy it's through the yeah. roof nobody's smiling everybody's just yeah it's weird it's a scary time so yeah you know that's just that that's what that's what we experienced i wish i got to just say uh wow you know we saw this part of yellowstone that part of so-and-so but that's what was going on you know it's yeah weird. that's a big takeaway like i'm from portland oregon too and it's like you can get lost in the bubble and you forget oh like you hear about that stuff on like npr or the radio but then to experience it, I assume it's like, 
oh shit that that's a reality that oh we well i mean let, let, let's just get down to it there's a reason why i live in portland oregon I don't want to <laughs> yeah I mean, I'd be same you know you know so <laughs> wow that's i mean you know i mean that that sucks but uh yeah there's a reason it's been a lot of years so anywho yeah wow. but now you're home with your family right and like now you're now uh you're in michigan uh yeah how's that going it's going all right um upstairs it's as if there was like sort of a a riot at a petco and then someone who didn't like wearing a mask tipped over all the doggy cages and all the dogs got out there's fleas dog shit dogs fur uh spit uh uh, uh just barking and so there's there's five dogs upstairs my sister brought back her two these flea bit mangy hounds from Oregon my uncle Terry is here nursing a broken leg. He's got his dog. My mom's got her dog. And then my sister's got her dog. So five dogs upstairs. And uh, it's like I think I'm going to assemble some sort of a mushing unit so I don't have to walk out to get the mail, you know, I'm just trying to be efficient. Hoping we can give you a little break from all that here today. Yeah. <laughs> So, it's you know it's, it's the awesome least we could do home. Aaron it's the least we could do it's awesome to be home with my mom my, I'm Good. here to see my mom you know and it's nice to have us all together uh this has been the one of the first times in I don't know three or four years where we've all been together and obviously there's been an eight month six month sure. hiatus since March 15th but uh we're all here and it's insanity and uh you know it's nice as long as I have a room to go hide in you know to work and um yeah. I didn't really uh sorry that clean that burp up later on. Oh my god! <laughs> we're gonna have to clean all the fur and blood and shit out of this thing, Jordan. Really make me look tall and thin. Uh, um, you know, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, I kind of put a little, little. Uh, I just I stopped taking jobs, you know, because okay. I just wanted to be able to focus on um, the fall in a new weird way. A lot of the things I'm going to be doing are virtual. And that's really interesting. But um, I don't want to be juggling 19 jobs like I usually am. Yeah. So I promised Lee that I would be able to drive home and sort of enjoy it. Um, so I don't, I, you know, it's really odd for me to get here. And really my obligations today are to talk to you guys and then talk to a couple, um, you know, some field notes people in Chicago. And I just don't have a long list of things that are, I get to work on a new drive-by truckers record. And I say get because that doesn't feel like a job. Right. So mm. that was a conscious thing to say, all right, I'm not going to take a bunch of things because usually when I get here, I uh, set up shop and then, you know, my mom will come down every couple hours and say, well, when are you going to come upstairs and let's play some Scrabble or whatever it's going to be? Yeah. You know, like, like let's let's be together. And for many years, you know, uh, I've kind of medicated myself when I would come home and I have too much to do. This time it's a little different. So I've got some more nice. time. So um, I'm going to go up and get like some sort of loose fitting blue jeans, some mm. gigantic white tennis shoes, tennis a T-shirt that says Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. And then I'm going to drink a warm uh, Bud Light beer Ooh. and, uh, and uh, uh, you know, yell at the TV <laughs> and other go. things that people do in, in Michigan. So. Fit right in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like the sound of that because, you know, I think a lot of us creatives kind of share that like, you know, you got to keep hustling, got to keep working, and then you inevitably find this like burnout period. And so I'm wondering, like, if this is sort of a new approach for you, kind of like trying to take that big step back and prioritize different things. Uh, you know, is that you think more of a result of like maybe the current climate we're in with COVID or, or someone like Lee helping you pull out of that a little bit more, right? Like, I have a partner that kind of helps yeah. me. Man, when I get to that place, she's like, 
we're gonna go camping this weekend. Like, this is yeah. getting yeah. out of control. Yeah, um, you know, uh, right balance. It's you know, I always I have those dumb sound bites I say in these things, which I'll just you know, you can't take a bag of balance to the bank. You know, there's a there's a reason how I you know there was there was a, a method to this, you know, the madness where because there wasn't really any balance, that's how I got ahead. You know, that's mm-hmm. what it took. You know, but. I don't know how to. I don't really know how to stop that because when I come home here, um, it might be you know something circumstantial. I'll talk to someone you know who's having a hard go, and that will send me reeling back off into like the fear, um, fight or flight kind of mode. You know, so when I get back out to Portland, I have to be really careful. This is twenty years of this stuff, but yeah. we'll just say. You know, trying to be somewhat self-aware in the last five to ten. When I get back to Portland, I'll really load it on because I come back with a new air and I with some wind in the sails. And then before I know it, I'm just sort of buried. So to answer that, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, something I'm working on this fall is I'm, I have a new website coming pretty soon. And it's been a, a really awesome gold you know sort of solid gold opportunity to really reset everything kind of at least online yeah. it's gonna do, it's got some really great uh, uh upgrades it, it works on these things called phones it uh, it charges shipping <laughs> uh what else does it do it's, it's um it, it scales down to like uh to you know uh you know to mikhail's working on her she's got a hot wired speaking spell she's working on there tonight and <laughs> uh and it's gonna work on that it's gonna work on my samsung dingleberry flip phone and I, you know, this is 2020, and we are we are so lucky to generate as many sales as we do off of those crappy PayPal links. What a privilege! That's wonderful. But what's yeah. what's what's going to happen when it actually does work with all these things? So, um, to come back here this next mm. two weeks while I'm here, every day I'll, I'll spend a couple hours just processing images to get you know the 250 pieces of merch up and. To start going through and, you know, I have 20 years of content that just needs to be copied and pasted over and some new photos. And I couldn't really be doing that if I'm, you know, uh, working on some larger projects. You know, I I mean, I could, but I don't want to be crazy. I want to watch, you know, uh, some movies with the family upstairs. I want to hang with my mom and, you know, sit around. One of the things I'm going to do back here is I'm going to set this mic up and I'm going to hit her pretty hard with some... You know, kind of family Ooh. lore. You know, Ooh, great uh, idea. I, I mean, I wish I would have done more of that with my dad. You know, we did a number of things, but I'm just going to have her tell the story of how they met, and um, you know how I was hatched, and uh, I want to get into the nitty gritty. I want it all. Mm. I want the whole story <laughs> from conception, you know, to all the juicy detail. I want it all because yeah. you know, let's just say you know, uh, universe or God or whoever forbid something was to happen to mom. Well, this is my opportunity to be back here and just, you know, lock some of that stuff in. Because on my dad's side, uh, well, he used to say things like, Aaron, we came over from Poland in the late 1800s, and they cut our tails off somewhere around 1904, or whatever the joke was. (laughs) But no one knows shit. No one knows names. And there's a couple people in the family that have have traced back some of these names. But no one knows. Like, for instance, I have two, you know, my, my dad's two older brothers. They don't even know their grandfather's name. Their grandfather. Wow. But the, wow. the, the sentence I got out of it, they said he was kind of a mean 
drunk old guy, oh, and we we oh. would stay away from him. And he didn't talk to us. He would speak to us in Polish, you know. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. I understand. This is nineteen, you know, forty two or something. These guys were four and five year olds. Um, so the idea that like that living history. My mom is sharp as a tack, and at seventy five years old. And um, you know, as soon as we get her to sober up, you know, from her seventeen warm uh, Bud Lights. Yeah. That she's, she's laying out in the driveway right now, hammer, just cooking. You know. no. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I'm just going to take this this chance to sort of like collect some things, and because like one of the things I did with my dad before, you know, obviously he passed or whatever. I don't know if you guys know this story or whatever. I mean, I talk about, it, cry about it on stages all over America, uh, but uh, uh, you know, he he passed, and I had a number of um, like I just knew to take pictures of his hands and his feet. His yeah. teeth and things, just because I, you know, we would joke about it. You know, he'd say shit like, "I don't even buy green bananas" and all this kind of stuff. You know, and and uh, I'm on my way out and all this. And then he died. And I had, I have a lot of that. You know, that now I share with my sisters. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll be putting mom on the spot while I'm home here, and that's real morbid and weird. And you know, I think that's a goddamn treasure, man. I think it that's is great. Yeah. Sure. It's hard to it's hard to do that stuff. Who wants to put your mom on the spot, you know, or anyone yeah. for that matter? But yeah, but she's but, got that history, and I need to, you know, grab that stuff for all of us, you know. But yeah. you know, once it starts rolling, you're gonna be it's gonna be like the most beautiful thing, and you're gonna be witnessing it, and then you get to have it for the rest of your life. You know? Yeah, and once we're done with it, I'll never talk to her again. I could care less. She's a horrible lady. You she got what you need, I'm then kidding. you get out. <laughs> my mom is wonderful. She is solid gold. Last summer, she couldn't do it this summer, but last summer her and her girlfriends went out and saw a bunch of Jackson Brown concerts and these Ooh. these ladies are drinking in the parking lot throwing panties on stage you know fighting them. and doing what they do cavorting you know uh, uh hooking up i don't know what these these kids do out at these concerts but this summer she's you know kind of had to pull back from yeah. you know being a jackson brown a groupie we'll just say at 75 <laughs> I think, years old i think she needs a shirt that says like you know i'm missing my uh jackson brown concert tour. they know with them they know roadies and stuff. I'm not, you know, I'm like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, usually the roadies are a little older. So if you're 75, how old are these roadies? 83? You know, like, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, you, if you, it's, I love the idea that you said you pulled back a little bit to get all this stuff going and to be, like, you almost said refocus for fall, I think is like yeah. a great way to look at it. What, what other advantages have happened to you? That have created in your creative process by putting aside some stuff and being much more focused, like you are. I've done show and tell for years, and if the show and tell, we're all going to be doing show and tell that just says, "Here's what I learned," or "Here's what things changed." One of the things was just to take stock of your data, you know, mm. and really take a look at how you store things and where there's opportunities for efficiency. For instance, for instance, it's really nerdy, but I would, you know, I had some what was it called, you know, Clean Your Mac or some little app. I'm really yeah. careful with those, those, those apps, but there was one feature on that Clean Your Mac app that would go and find 500 megabyte, you know, gigabyte, you know, half a gigabyte, whatever, files, two gigabyte files, some Photoshop file. And when you go and you look, you're placing these images that come in as, um, you know, I don't know what they call it when, it, when the image is placed, it's not quite rasterized yet. It's still a clickable link or whatever. Yes. Mm. And you're bringing in, you know, 47 megabytes of something oh. off your phone and it leaves it at that size and when you rasterize it back so i have a pretty sizable file that has a little dumb border and all that stuff that i use but that's that's just 
so I can have complete control over what goes into that. I'm not relying on the app. Mm. So that's my biggest file. And what I what I what I've realized is like you don't need to be carrying around a couple gigs for that stuff. So I would go through there and rasterize all yeah. the levels, and it would bring it down to one tenth of whatever it was. So funny little things like that in that app that would go and show you these large you know sort of big files um floating around you could go test those things and you realize you're just carrying around a lot of data you don't need to so i you know i, I want to say i got like 10 15 percent back on my hard drive yeah. You know, yeah just by going through and doing just a little bit of housekeeping to have instead of charging so hard that day to you know go after jobs or you know be on the phone and stuff. I had a little more time just to clean up house a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I love talking about that because that's the stuff that when we're all going so fast, it's really easy just to kind of glaze over. You know, these machines are bigger. The cloud services are better. The the S would S SSD drives are faster and more reliable, and you can have tons of stuff. But but the idea is, how much of that shit are you carrying around that you're just dragging around and waiting for? And yeah. that's one thing that you know, yeah. taking a chance to slow down. I, it's changed the way that I will save stuff, because I'm just a little bit more mindful about like, you just don't need that stuff. Why have to come back to this in six months? Mm-hmm. And then kick yourself. You know, I understand for friends who are, you know, video editors or making music, the the files are bigger. But for the most part, ninety nine percent of what I do is vector. You know, yeah. you don't have to mess with those too much. But some of those Illustrator files that it showed, you know, two hundred megabytes because I went and looked. It's because I had a bunch of reference material just sitting in the file <laughs> every yeah. time, right? No, for sure, yeah. So I would grab all of those, do one quick seventy two DPI rasterize. And it would just make this sort of, you know, I don't know, two or three megabyte, whatever the hell, Excellent. and put it in there. So, you know, uh, that's something that was surprising. So what I want to do is um, I want to show at the Adobe just sort of what that tactic looks like, you know, yeah, just to kind of cool. say like, hey, you know, like, like in real time, let's open a folder and let me show you how I try to parse these things. And isn't that interesting that I'm averaging somewhere like, you know, 30% shaved off, you know? That's and, big. Well, yeah, it came out of it came out of this necessity. I love the idea. Now you're now you're presenting it. It's such a great story. Well, I mean, how do you how do you stop yourself when we're all going so fast? We're worried about yeah. paying rent and doing things and staying healthy and staying alive and all the basic shit. But you know, the health of you know my musk ox body. I have a lot of problems with that. As is, you know, I don't know how close you guys have been to me physically, but I am a pile <laughs> of shit. I'm sorry. Don't edit that out. But, you know, I'm working on that all the time. But we don't do these sort of, um, I don't know, cleansy sorts of things to our files, right? So not only was that something, you know, of course I learned there, but also just around my shop to stop myself and say, you know, look at what I'm dragging around here and I don't really need. So you know what I was doing stuff? Like some magazine that maybe I got featured in or something or had a little article, a little quip. Those things just get ripped out and they go into like sort of a, a junk drawer, we'll just cool. say, right? No reason to drag around the mag. You know, you know, we went through like just it's been spring cleaning for six months, you know. We're just sort of, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> we're just sort of like refining the house down, you know, like the stack of dwell magazines that we pulled out of the house. And I live in a 1924 craftsman, you know. Every time I look at a dwell, I'm just making notes for 
someday if I'm, you know, ever so lucky to build something for myself, right? But, you know, when you step back, it's like, that's a stack of dwell from the last four or five years mm-hmm. that were just in piles around the house. Like, we don't need that stuff. Like, just let that. Yeah, I mean, if that's, that's a good example. Yeah. 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 I, I, I oftentimes look at that and I think, I'm no, no. Check it. <laughs> check it. No. Well, I, I know there's sort of a Marie Kondo in the last couple of years, and that's actually really freeing, right? Yeah. It is, so, right? When you stop yourself and say, well, what matters, you know, data or clutter? Mm-hmm. It's interesting when you're, you know, fearing for your sort of community's life or for your friends of color's life, what shit really matters. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to, and I know I will screw up, but I'm, you know, I will try to articulate some of those fears and reactions in my talk, you know, and it, okay. it won't be the prettiest thing in the world. And I'd, I'd like to think that I'm on the right sort of side of history. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to try to show examples of all that. You know, either how I made time to help people. And yeah. you're going to see some pretty unsavory shit that uh, did not have Adobe. You know, I did one thing for Adobe called the Adobe Heroes thing and got to, you know, do this tribute to a grocery the store grocer. manager. Yeah. It's awesome, you know. Yeah. But that was one requiring emails and notifications and account managers and things you know just all that shit i'd love i would love to bring up that you showed my students when you chimed in about even just how you build your folder and naming your files and son of a bitch i've shown this to my students time and time again they never listen Draplin does yeah. it, and they're like, oh, well, this is the way, <laughs> this is the way it goes. I know. And they're like, oh, well, man. Draplin does. And, and, and dude, I, you know, first, I still have to thank you. I know you did so much outreach during that time, and you, you dropped into a lot of classes. And, then, and I, I think it opens up a great conversation about who you are in, that, in the world for a lot of the young designers, anybody really. Um, we all appreciate you as like, quite an ambassador for what we get to do. How is that? How is that going for you now? I know it must be like uh, ten times as far as when you're asked, when you, what you're being asked to do or be a part of, and what is that like? You know, with your word, <laughs> your wisdom going out there so much. Well, I, well, first of all, Nick, thank you. Um, what a privilege to be alive. What a privilege to be somewhat healthy, and a privilege to work in this, and you know, to talk to Terry Hemphills and you know Chanel's and all these Adobe people, and and share every year. What a incredible thing i just um I, I didn't used to go to adobe max because i didn't i couldn't afford it you know and i didn't even really there was years i didn't even know it existed i was in my own little you know sort of bubble working and just being excited to make a living so what's happened in the last six months is you know for every school i went to had a good experience they hit me back up to say, hey, we can't bring you back. Would you come and just sit with us and talk, you know, for their friend, uh, you know, the next Votek down the line that would say, mm-hmm. well, Draplin's willing to do this. Because you have to understand, I have a lot of colleagues, you know, that just won't do that shit. And that's okay. Or they're trying to monetize it, you know, and turning it into the future or whatever the hell. I mean, that's great. You know, what's that? You know, Chris, I mean, those guys have a mm-hmm. business. Yeah. But I don't really look at it that way. I don't. I. I. I don't. I'm not really concerned about clicks or links or likes or you know. I don't even bandwidth and shit. You know. And it's more about every day. Can you find 20 minutes to just be a human and talk to these kids? I think you can. And it doesn't have to be every day. But for a while there, it was. And you know, the problem with that was you know Lee would be coming in to do the merch, and I'm 
you know, entertaining 40 kids at, you know, Lackawanna, you know, Lake <laughs> District, uh, you know, Lake of the Woods, you know, community college somewhere in Wisconsin or something. And, you know, you can't really have any volume behind me, you know, because it's going to mess up the sort of, you know, the bullshittery. And she started to notice, like, you know, you're you're on these a lot because I, I don't I won't really say no. It's 20 minutes. It's a half hour. It turns into sometimes criterion collection stuff. But, you know, the word passes pretty quickly. And you've got friends of friends, teachers of teachers, of buddies of buddies, sure. you know, kind of hitting me up and saying, hey, you just did, you know, an hour with, uh, you know, so and so school and, you know, wherever. Well, why, why not us? And I, I, I kind of had to put a little bit of a. You know, sure. like mm-hmm. little kibosh, and they just just kind of say like, um, "You guys, I've 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 kind of done my time." You know, I mean, I'm sorry I can't quite get to you. I understand. So I I put a little bit of a you know, I just kind of had a very nice email to say you guys have done a lot of that. Didn't ask for a cent, whatever. But now I'm focusing on like <laughs> building a new tough shed. You know, I'm focusing <laughs> on doing the recycling. I'm focusing priorities. on priorities. You know, yes. I'm shifting priorities to making sure my my laundry is clean, you know. And, uh, and, Excuse and me. Yeah, I want my cool. laundry clean. That's like I mean, everyone's been cool about that, but um, you know, you have to understand when I I hear the belly aching from colleagues mm-hmm. because it's you know they're t- they're telling me they're confiding in me oh how hard it is to be someone in design and and have people come in. It's like I just stop and say just do your part, man. Do your mm-hmm. part. It's no big deal. Find some time for this shit. That's going to stop. For me to share my do- goofy little. Listen, Nick, if you told me something and and I listen or Jordan told me something and I listen, you know, it's just weird for me, like how I can go in there and have some kind of weird influence with these kids, you know, and I sure. hey, I know how that stuff works. You know, the moment I've been around some of these, yeah. I don't know, Paul the Shears or whoever I'm in these backstages with. You know, not Eric Speakerman. I don't even know if he's still alive, to be honest with you. But when I'm around these poly, he should check his heart, you know, at that advanced age. Um, but around a Paula Shear, whatever she said, you know, I'm taking notes and yeah. I'm listening. Yeah. And I'm, every word is worth 10 words because I'm just that fan of Paula. Even pushing that, you know, like I think people rightly look up to you, right? We're fans. Uh, we seek guidance and attention. And I guess I wonder, like, the weight of that, like, are you? Do you feel pressured? I know you say, you know, sometimes it's just easier to do it, but I guess because mm. you're kind of always putting that side out there. I mean, you give a lot to the industry just yeah. in terms of being open and, and fluid and, and just, you know, well, let, you. let's engage. But I do wonder, you know, we're all just normal people. W- w- the burdens of that, like, where are the benefits sort of coming from that, or like, how is it sort of inhibited, or that just that pressure, mm. like that would kind of. If I'm thinking about that, like that would that would be a lot for me, you know. Like I like yeah. conversations, but the you know celebritizing or just like amplifying yeah. your voice to a place once where your like, reputation is well known too. At that point, there's more. Yeah, like how do you keep it behind. you? Yeah. Well, I think you just I think you just got to be sort of um, careful, just a smidge. Yeah. You guys have met me enough. You know, I'll kind of say what I want to say and and let it fly. Yeah, you're kind of known for it, so. But you have to be careful. Well, I, I would just hope that if you went and did an audit, that I'm not telling people to quit their job and to, you know, drink coffee and make type to, you know, soothe their depression or whatever. Listen, people are monetizing that shit now to say, hey, if you just hand letter these little things, that'll just hand letter your. You can't take a bag of hand lettering to Wells Fargo and pay your rent. You know, you can't. 
You have to go and play the game like everybody else. And that might mean taking jobs at a compromise level, which is I wanted uh, 250 an hour and I was only able to get 100 bucks an hour. Did you make 100 bucks an hour? Five years ago, you probably didn't if you're 22 mm. years old. You take that job, you work that job, and get – they don't know that you took yeah. two hours or 20 hours. I'm pretty open about that. Instead of it being some kind of calculated horseshit which says, well, you better do the sprinkle of this angle of this dangle divided by this much school and this much stuff, and then you can charge <laughs> 42 oh, grand a year. Sure. That's just yeah. not real life. So yeah. what I would hope, what I would hope – is I've let it fly. I've said some pretty stupid things, you know, that are usually in the spirit of like denouncing that piece of shit, Don Trump, you know, basic things <laughs> like that, just policy. Mm-hmm. But, but just policy. well, that's just policy. You yeah, know, yeah. As the, as, as the worst person in the universe, we need to kind of step and, you know, stand up to these pieces of shit. But um, if you went and took a look, I wouldn't be putting kids in a situation where like, it's some sort of aspirational horseshit to where it's like, well, you can just believe in yourself. You have to do that stuff. That goes without saying. Yeah. The scary, you know, the the, the harder part that I, I'm proud to say, it takes work. And I don't, I don't, I don't even want to turn that into some flat, deflated rise and grind graphic for you know someone's trying to sell you. You know, when we did those, well, listen, I get it, you know, but don't yeah. rise and grind if you're not being productive. You have to have the right headspace. You have to can't you can't beat yourself up and you know turn off that podcast that's worrying about imposter syndrome or some shit. Just go and do it. And what that mm-hmm. means is it might not be the prettiest thing, but it takes a while. Yeah, it takes a while. And I I would hope that you know what I would be known for is being very candid and transparent about simply that. Like I didn't know any better that I was putting the hours in because it was a hobby. What a mm. privilege. Yeah. The idea that someone's yeah, fighting the, fighting this stuff to be like, I'm not good enough or I didn't have enough clicks or links. Listen, in this last six months, all of us, it's had an opportunity to just kind of say, how scary is like, what if our world is only going to be reduced down to, sorry, burping. Um, <laughs> what if our, our world is only going to be reduced down to little numbers on a little Instagram thing, you know, and what does that mean? And, 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 you know, I I just try to be aware of, you know, how that can be sort of weird. And then like right now we're going through something with, and I'm not going to even say the names, but it's a project I'm working on. They're good Mm -hmm. friends and some little turd in LA ripped off our graphic. And, you know, here's, here's, you know, to answer this for you, Jordan, we could go make a post right now. Yeah. And we put it on my thing and I got some numbers and we put it on their thing. They've got some numbers and really make yeah. these people look like the turds they are. But what I've learned is that's just not the best way to go about life or even business or even accountability. Right. Instead, we have to get a lawyer that costs a bunch of money. And then we have to go and just kind of say, hey, you're not allowed to steal. And I, I, we're not going to shame you. And put up posts and and mean things and stuff. No, we're going to be somewhat professional. So I've learned that over the years because there is a responsibility with like, you know, I have a lot of tattlers that come after me and say, hey, so-and-so is stealing from you. And I'm like, listen, I have to stop them and say, listen, I probably showed that kid how to make that shit in Skillshare, you know. So you can't, you got to be, you need to understand the full story kind of like me and my, you know, the people that made it do. I'm not going to go after that kid. He's 22 years old. But... This young lady who took our graphic 
and just you can lay it one to one over her little product oh. and our product. Well, then what do you do? You know, so it's like, yeah. do I go and try to, you know, do I do I try to flex on her or whatever the, the words the kids yeah. use? Do yeah. I do I try to be an adult and say, please, you're not allowed to steal? You know, um, it's it's just kind of weird. So I've just learned to kind of say, all right, you know, these people, they will they'll be known a lot longer as someone who steals. Yeah. Than someone who makes. It's right. not easy to be the ones who make. You know. And listen, in my results, I hope you like them. But if you don't mm-hmm. like them, I still enjoyed making it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and and that's I think the larger thing here is like, you know, I don't want to give a kid a formula that would end up hurting them. Yeah. So even when we do those, you know, skill shares, I am. I know it doesn't. It sounds a little weird because you know I just kind of shoot from the hip, but I'm really careful about what I try to tell them and say, this is actually doable. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's benign. We're not asking you to give get into a subscription service with me or mm-hmm. to follow my podcast or to follow my daily aspirationals or whatever the hell. No, I'm asking you to just go dig into yourself and trick yourself into making some cool shit. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all. That's yeah. all. Yeah. You know, instead of belly aching about it, what about just learning how to love it? Yeah. And I, I, would, I would just hope that that doesn't ever come off as slimy. And, you know, so when you guys say these really nice things, like I'm known for you know being a good little ambassador and stuff, cool. They're only, you know, the, the thing is, is I went to art school where they, they would just hold you back. Like the yeah. guy in the hall, unless you were in his class, he wouldn't tell you that little, t- I'll tell these kids whatever. Life That's is just the too nugget, short. Dude. I don't, you know, I, I just want to share, you know. You're, you, you nailed it by saying that when you brought up like imposter syndrome or going that extra mile, taking that life, you're sitting. Not only what you're saying, but what you do with your story about how you would go after someone. You didn't take. You're not taking the easy way. You're taking the the the, the right way in a lot of ways with something like that. And it's it's, the, it's all it's that stuff that I think a, a young designer has to hear, the transparency, the realness. So when you say it might sound a little you know rough or whatever, great. Like that, it's people nothing, need that. Nothing people is need that. nothing is pretty. Nothing is is wrapped up in a little bow. Well, so, I'll, I'll go I'll go listen to these things where it's like, wait a second. You sound the certitude coming out of you, so and so, is a little too prepackaged and a little too. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 just not. Life is abstract, you know, you and go. life is weird. And you just gave us like this A to Z like formula, and it's like that's just dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if you find out that some kid, pumped up by your stuff, quit his job and got in trouble? Yeah. I can't be a part of that stuff. You know? yeah. So, I mean, I just would stop them and always say, how are you paying your rent? How are you paying your rent? Oh, I have a job, you know, waiting tables. <laughs> All right. Wait those tables. Hate them up and down. But get your <laughs> job done and then get home. And guess what? You can't Netflix it till 7 in the morning. Yep. You got to, like, do a couple hours and just go, you know, well, how do I learn? Pick up a Coke can or, in my case, a uh, Pamplemousse LaCroix because I've been uh, – <laughs> Turns out the party's over, and uh, you know you can't drink these. You know, no more sugar. Pro- you know, eight hundred pound muskox body can't process a you know bedroom full of sugar all year long. Well, you know, uh, and by the way, we had some falls from grace on that way home. Oh my God, these nine. You can't see this on this this podcast, but these two hundred and eighty five ounce just buckets with a straw in it of you know of, of, of ice cold you know whatever cola on the road. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next question. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
Aaron, I know like your dad kind of was a woodworker, worked around wood. I assume that sort of bled into you and, 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 sure. and maybe impression like a lot of your craftsmanship. You know, I remember the smell of stripper, you know, mm-hmm. from paint stripper as a kid, you know, and he, he would get done and he'd have paint stripper all over his hands and then he would wash his hands with like turpentine, you know, and then go start the night, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's just like just, just chemicals. Yeah. And, I, and, and I, you know, I remember that smell and it, a lot of that comes from these old things he found, but laying here in the room, it's like, I was also raised with a modern sensibility. Hmm. of using just what you need to make something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And the beauty of that. Mm-hmm. And yet, when you look at these things, there's all this Victorian kind of ornate carvings and stuff, and that's all great. But what I one, one thing that we did in school is we had a 4 by 8 piece of plywood, and you just had to use it to build something with and use every piece of it. And you learn how to be really, really efficient. And that is mm-hmm. no different that's than... Cool trying to build my new website or trying to work on a logo. Totally. And I just love those sorts of moves. So, you know, a lot of the, like one of my favorite questions I get asked on the road or on these things is if you weren't a graphic designer, what would you do? And I would, I think yeah. I would want to like build furniture or build homes um, and try to help people who can't afford, you know, let's just say, listen, I'm back in Michigan and the houses, they look like houses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're houses. They have roofs and they have yeah. windows and then they have big stupid shabby chic horse shit that says live laugh love painted on the wall or oh, something God. i'm yeah. sorry i'm a bad person there i go again there i go again you know denouncing you know 90 percent of your listenership i'm sorry but you know like these are the <laughs> options they have yeah. and it's like yeah. i would love to just be able to come in and say with a little bit of plywood we can get all your books off of these rickety ass things and build a wall of shelves you know, and you yeah. have to think a lot. So, you know, just to offer the things that like, listen, my dad, when he needed something, he built it. Yeah. And I've lost a lot of that. And it's scary because I've had a life sitting in a chair looking at a computer screen. It's been mm-hmm. amazing. But the next phase, I think, would be to just be able to take more control of that from my own life. And then maybe as I mellow out this click in a mouse yeah. to be able to say, you know, I could go come into your space and with seven sheets of plywood help you build out the awesomest wall yeah. for your, all your gear, your records and your, you know what I mean? Like I would love to do that as a service, you know, because I get real yeah. hot for that because yeah. it's all about, you know, efficiency. Yeah, well, it's functional design. And that's sort of like I, what I, my takeaway from especially watching your stuff or your Instagram live or like anytime you do a Skillshare class, it's always that approach, which I know from growing up, it's it's very similar. It's like, we're going to build functional design, meaning like we're mm-hmm. going to do the math, right? Like you say, or whatever that might be. And I think that approach is tremendously helpful. Like, and well, you're golden. You, know, yes. you are lucky that you had that Jordan, yeah. because some kids don't have that. Now, just so you guys understand that when I look at like Dana's Dana Tamagotchi, her beautiful ornate, the thing she's been putting out the last couple months and she's always changing. Oh yeah. That, is about there's a there's a decorative quality and there is a method to it mm-hmm. that's absolutely gorgeous. So just so you understand, yeah. I have an appreciation for that. I have an appreciation for when people, you know, can go and fill up a page with a bunch of stuff. Like I'll fill it up with type or like our field notes or whatever we're doing. But also I have an appreciation for, 
you know, someone like, um, you know, a Sean Walcott from The Rationale, The Rationale, where it's sort of this Massimo Vignelli approach of just sort of like the most boiled down forms. That takes as much sophistication as the beautiful, beautiful, ornate filigree of the beautiful Dana Tamagot. I mean, her stuff is so beautiful to me, but I, I like the idea of letting her be her. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need to go learn that. So when I meet these kids, yeah. they're like, but I want to be a Jessica Hish. It's right. like, you got to put a lot of time in. Mm-hmm. You know, but I want to be a Gemma O'Brien. Well, you better go standing up against a wall and paint some shit that says something like, <laughs> sorry, fellas, or whatever, you know, Jenna's yeah. doing tonight, you know, in Australia. And I know her. I've been backstage with her. We're buddies. But, uh, you know, I love what they, yeah. they do. And it's like, you know, for me to be able to say, can I make a logo with, you know, like the most, like the least amount of things? Well, that's what they used to do. You know, they embroidered better. They were yeah. at, on, the, on your bill. They were they were better at the size of a dime, and that's just what I nerd out on. But you know, what your dad is doing, you know, today or building something, Jordan. You know, um, yeah. you have to plan, and you have to think, and uh, that's uh, sometimes it's all about just making shit look cool. And I don't, I don't, you know, when you when you go and build something in wood, it's about making it work. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I try to carry a little bit of that with me. You know, when, when, yeah. when I work, you know. Well, even in like the ornate stuff, right? Even with like heavy flourishes or like very, you know, graphical uh, ornate stuff, you know, you still have to have those principles of like, hey, too many anchor points are going to fuck that up. Or like, well, right. Jessica Hish type. Let's make sure those anchor points got to do the math. You got to kind of cut the fluff. So I just think those principles you can carry through so well, whether you apply to a stairs in your house or it's all craftsmanship. Or how about this? I was, I was, I was, um, as like, well, to say a little. I don't know, I guess he called a foreman or something, but I, I had a, a call from a guy who said, hey, help me with this project, and I see this in my brain, and, and, and really, instead of me trying to go watch a course and learn how to be a Dana or a Jessica Hitch, mm-hmm. I just kind of said, like, I know a lot of young kids that you could get for a fair price that are really aiming to do that. So instead of me trying to nice. go and figure that out and spend a bit of time, let's go hire a kid. I, I'm okay with not quite getting that job because uh, here's why i'm not the right fit you could go get some 25 year old youngster who is really hot for that mm-hmm. and that the might mean board. that yeah. i lose that i lose the job it's okay they are actually the more appropriate decision because then i'm not having to like you know like i just have that awareness to say that's okay you know yeah. what's appropriate and that's no different than like yeah. now check it out I mean, first of all, along the way i saved everything because mm-hmm. not for a pandemic because I was just afraid I was going to, like, well, a rainy decade, a pandemic, yep. or the reality that I'm going to age out, you know? And that's just, that's coming. That should have happened 20 years ago mm-hmm. or something, you know what I mean? Because I was told it was going to happen or whatever. So I was really careful with that stuff, you know? And I didn't piss away yeah. money on, you know, bullshit. I would yeah. try to, like, keep it close because when it did go away and things sort of downshifted, you know, I watched my dad. When he needed help with a project around the house, he would hire someone. Instead of fumbling around, I mean, he mm-hmm. would do it on his own, but if he knew that was, the, it's no different in graphic design. It's no different yep. in relinquishing, you know, uh, uh, power or whatever, you know, just to say, yeah. hire this youngster. She's into this shit and she's good. Yeah. She'll have something done tonight, you know, and that's like. It's having value for the project, too. Like, I think oh, yeah. we I like all have that. respect for good design. And that's yes. I, I, I just like saying, like, I'm just not the right guy. It's okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Listen, I'll help you put it all together. You know, I'm doing this. It's, I'm doing this new yeah. record for this band, the Drive-By Truckers. Okay. Mm. And yeah, I yeah, yeah. love the Drive-By Truckers. But 
It is not about me. It, all I am is purely conduit. Because Wes Freed, who's the illustrator, when we talk on the phone, if we ever get off this podcast, when we talk today, <laughs> I'm just going to have him do all the hand lettering because that's appropriate. Now, what I'll do is I'll provide direction. I'll just provide like sort of a, a, hey, something could go here. I'll do a quick, crusty little sketch. And now if the band, now as another option, I will show Wes's drawing, a sketch with a bunch of clean type around it. Now, if the band picks A, B, C, D, Q, or F, that's not really me. I just showed them options. If If the most appropriate thing is Wes just doing some of his awesome chicken scratch, then that's what we're going to do. That's not about me being bummed. I am working for them. I'm looking up the mountain to drive by truckers and saying, I'm making what's appropriate for you. There's no sash for me. Like, I love that stuff. And I mm-hmm. I would rather say that on a wow, podcast, yeah. on the Adobe stage, than trying to say, well, I, Aaron, uh, my, my portfolio sucks. And I'd say, well, then go make up some clients. Exactly. What, what do you like to do? Oh, I like to, dr- I like to draw, like, um, you know, I don't know, who's... Who's really blowing my mind right now? Alana Louise. Oh, my God. Ooh, She's amazing. That girl's got some chops. Ooh. God damn it. She better stay out of Portland. She That's better right. stay out of Portland because she does I not want to go to war with the it. DDC. I don't need – if she <laughs> – Forget she about She seems it. like – well, I don't I, – I, well, I guess I've met her. I, I, I didn't – I don't remember, but I, I've met her. And she kind of reminded me of that. But someone said some mean shit to her, we'll just say. Some turd. Oh, wow. And That's everybody right, yeah. came to her Everybody came to her oh, defense. Yeah. And my name was wrapped up in it. Somebody. So I just wrote her and said, listen, little wildflower, you little Texas wild. You are wonderful. You do Love great it. work. And I wish I had the chops that you had. But stay out of Portland or whatever I told her. <laughs> do, not, do not go farther than Colorado because I don't want you up here messing with my – But, you know, like when I think of like what she's doing – I would love to hire her because she can get to something that I can't get to, yeah. you know, and that's, I've, I've just got her on ice, you know, like yeah. when I can get that chance to say, Hey, you need to be the one to do this. And guess what? The pay isn't as awesome, but you could shit it out and make enough to pay for your Netflix for the next three years. You know, that's not a dirty word. So like, you know, yeah. today when I'm ta- when I talk to old, uh, this West guy, it's not about me. And my goofy little sense, sets of styles. You know, the idea that when I see Alana, you know, like um, inventing her little life, you can't really True. even tell what it is for money or not. And that's the stuff that I try to talk to kids about. Like, just get into this space where, like, holy shit, let's just say you didn't have any clients or nothing. And you made ten pieces of something because they were your favorite things to make. And one person hired you for it. You are on the right side of that little doodad, you know? Mm. And your their movement yeah. is the right way. Because, frankly, that's exactly what she did. She just went and grabbed what she liked, and now people hire her for it. You know, at least, yeah. I don't, you know, looks like it. And I yeah. love that there's more people like her that can set that example. Because, like, anyone that's told a success story, it came back to that moment you mentioned earlier, Aaron, about, like, handing it off to someone that might be more, uh, more like, it's not in my wheelhouse or whatever, and going to a younger yeah. designer and saying, you know, here's a chance. Like when someone takes a chance on you, you, you can't blow it. And I think that's another thing going back to that is any young designer is going to be like, Whoa, this came from a colleague from a, like someone in the industry. I can't let them down. And those are those things that have to happen more, you know? And, and just by doing that, you you probably, she'll do the same thing down the road to the next person. Yeah. Well, especially with a lot of like, or even like, you know, you got the hell, hellcats duo or like, I think, mad at stay gray like 
I think these people are like it's it's more than just a job. Like it's so intertwined, like you said, Aaron, with like their personal stuff. Like that's passion, yeah. right? Like yeah. I don't know if this is a client or if this is like Alana just going out and doing some fish drawings because she had a she caught a fish yeah. that day. Like I love that. I mean, so there's like you can that, see that, that gray area is really the space I try to operate in. Totally, know, where like people, yes, it's nice to be hired for the things I love to do. I got away with that, you know. Mm. But check it out. I'm working on a project right now where it's not not even drive-by truckers. It's something else where it has nothing to do with my style mm. or my name or whatever. I mean, there's not even really a paycheck involved. The fact that they got to me free of all the clutter mm-hmm. of the stuff that we're building right now is such a magical uh, innocence that I just love those projects. And I'll just kind of say, like, mm-hmm. I'll just help you. Because I just understand that with it, with yeah, ten man. moves, ah, well, ten moves for me, that would have been you know one of a thousand moves that we worked on some project. Ten moves for me can have such an impact on her project, mm-hmm. and really, it wasn't even about. So, so it is the the goodness of your heart. You, there's no catch. You get nothing out of it. Well, the idea is how much shit did I? How much time did I waste in the last two months? Come down to the other side, yeah, where someone's just asking for help. And they know your time. You're going to get in and get out. That's a different set of refinements. And I get a buzz that my skill, mm-hmm. instead of just pissing it away, because yeah. someone can say, go up, down, left, right, stop, start, like they do. Someone just comes and appreciates mm-hmm. my time. And you get in and get out. That's the gold. And check it out. I did some great work for this young lady. But you would never know it's wow. me. It's just more like I just told her, I said, you know, I just like helping people sometimes. It's I mean, not... we're in the service industry. <clears throat> I don't want to. I don't want to get her into like. Let me tell you about this last client I had. I don't want to waste her life with that shit. But the reason is, I'll just say, if you can just trust me, I wouldn't show you anything that you could not use tomorrow morning. You mm, gotta perfect. trust me. We don't have a lot of time, and I know that you know because they come in and they say, I don't know what your rates are, but I saw something and I like what you do. I love those things. Because check it out. I did one last week for a guy for, I think it was about 500 bucks, And he just said, I just want to make something cool for my girlfriend's birthday. She loves what you do. Can you just put oh, a little wow. something of you into something? And it was like, Aww. I said, I'll just do it. And he said, well, how's 500 bucks?" And I said, listen, that goes right to my mom right here in Michigan. So awesome. And we, we, did, we went a couple rounds back and forth. And I'll never show this anywhere because really it's only for him to give to her. You know, and, 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 you know, what's funny about that is that 500 bucks, that's yeah. a lot of money, you know, that's a car payment, that's a chunk of mortgage, sure. that's like, can you make a life working on those little crusty things? It turns out you can, because I did for a lot of years and continue to, <laughs> but with the, the name and the whatever, and then these big guys come to me and say, we're coming to you because we read your book, where yeah. it was like that, I mean, it sounds so weird. I got a big paycheck from the big thing, got dragged in the mud. But that little email, that gave me air to say, I can slow down a little bit and maybe find time to help people. And that's not something. See, now the the mode is you go take a picture of it. You go put it on your Instagram and you say, look what I did to help someone. (laughs) Fucking make a podcast about it. No, 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 no. I'll sell you posters, I'll sell you Skillshares, I'll sell you watches, I'll sell you garbage, sure, all day long. But that's not something I want to go and try to profit off of, you know? Or, 
any of this shit when I helped. I'm going to try to talk about this stuff at Adobe. Yeah. But I had any number of kids come to me and say, I am making this protest poster. I don't know how to get my idea onto a... Two minutes later, I got the thing laid out and a PDF back to them, and they're off to a Kinko's to print out these posters with their, you know, her and her girlfriends to go walk. And this is you know, some little black girl from the East Coast. I, I did a bunch of those things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show some of those things, but I'm not going to name any names because it's fun to see she sent me the picture. I don't even know if I should Perfect. show that stuff. You know, I, 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 We'll talk about a little bit of that, but it's going to be abstract, vague, and weird and you know, lots of lying and all sorts of stuff. Those so, are all my yeah. trigger words. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like from the heart, and that's all, that's what you did it for. That's well, respectful. That's what you did it's it respectful. for. And I love that perspective. I think we got to hear that more. I, I tend to, like, understand that value. You know, you, you think about where you're going to push something new you did or whatever, but there are those things you just want to keep to yourself because you just, you just described it perfectly. I mean, these are little victories. I love that. Yeah. And I, want, I, want a, I want a bunch of those in my life, of course. And then, you know, the big ones that are, you know, initiatives or something from field notes or something from whatever I'm working on, well, hopefully even within those that they feel from a place where, first of all, they're $9.95 or they're $12.95 or they're not $99.95. You know what I mean? Like we're just we're making things that are accessible. And that's the idea here is even in my life as a graphic designer, I'm accessible. You can talk to me in the hall mm. or you can cold call me like that young lady did and I just kind of did it for her. So I just liked her. She just asked for help. You know, yeah. there's a lot of That's time amazing. in our lives for that shit. Yeah. There's, there's time. There's time. You know. Yeah. See, I'm a good person, Mikel. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys can't even see me. Let me you let me get some that, light dude. here. Whoa! Now you see me. Look oh, at the yeah, people. They're go. dropping <laughs> like flies. Come back. Come back, Jordan. Come back. Sorry. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in this. I'm in this cave. I'm in this cave. Of, I love it, dude. I'm in this 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 cave in the basement here. <laughs> well, dude, we, we will uh, we will let you get back to the family and everything. Um, any last words for this before Max starts? You want to leave us with all yours? Uh, well, I, w- I would just well, thank you. I would just say to everyone listening to wear your mask. If you don't believe in it, that's your right. But just as a collective species. So just wear your mask and protect yourself and protect those around you. We just drove across America where people had the wherewithal and just dumbassery to call us out for wearing masks. That's not the right spirit. You know, my friends who live in Tokyo, they've been doing this all their lives. And go look at their numbers and then look at our numbers. And if our exceptionalism in America is about being ignorant, well, we're good at that. So I would just ask you to be safe, be safe. Do it for the spirit of just all together. Even the dumb ones. <laughs> we saw some dumb ones coming across <laughs> America. They're out there. You know, the dumber, you know, you know, dumb cells and businesses raging along, you know. And I, what, what did we read this morning? That Kellyanne, Kellyanne oh, yeah, Conway is stepping it. down. Yeah, about fu- three and a half fucking years too late. But, <laughs> hey, man, you know, you no, know she, no doubt, she made no. a business out of that for the last three and a half years. What does that say about these people? How does, mm. how do these people sleep at night? You know, hey, that's their life. Because, listen, I made a big, long list. My ledger's about two foot thick of turds <laughs> who just were on that side of the coin. Hey, you, that's the side of history you want to be on? Hope you got a paycheck because it's going to haunt them, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, getting back to, okay, see, there I go going crazy. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> be nice. Be empathetic. Yeah. Take a step back before you yell at somebody, you know. Yeah. And remember, people are people. And um, thank you for listening to us. And thank you for having me, you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aaron. This was really fun.